Another TBI survivor is here, and this time the show is traveling all the way to Bangkok. Normally, my networking for these shows comes on LinkedIn, but I met today's guest on Instagram. I've watched him document his progress and life over the past few months, and I am inspired each time I check out his page. You can find that in the show bio. Chris suffered a traumatic brain injury or a TBI and has been fighting back ever since 2008. He will share a story of resilience and hope with you today and give you the power you need to succeed. By keeping a positive, optimistic, keep moving forward mindset, he continues to experience improvement even 14 years after his injury. And I can relate in certain ways as well. I'm sure we'll dive into that. But adopting to his new life, has brought him around the world, working in Hong Kong, studying in Beijing, Ecuador, and now working in Bangkok, both pre and post COVID. And that's where he now calls home. Incredible journey we're about to embark on. But before we get started, let's start with an opening question. Chris, what does mental health mean to you? Thank you, uh, Vince. Fantastic uh, introduction. I appreciate it. Uh, mental health to me, it means uh, having a positive mindset. It means being optimistic. And even when you're going through challenging times, always looking for and seizing opportunities to make your life better every day. I like that a lot, Chris. As life is constantly changing, we're also constantly changing. It's important to know ways that we can improve our mental health. It's important to know areas that may harm our mental health. We all have different triggers or things that bother us. And we'll dive in and get some firsthand experience from Chris in just a few moments. But thank you for sharing. And I am excited to dive into some more mental health talk with another amazing guest. To everyone listening on, welcome and thank you for joining us. It is once again time to talk all things mental health on this podcast, A Mental Health Break. My name is Vincent A. Lancy. I am the host of this show, and also the author of two books, Mental Health Week and Mr. Lancey Talks Mental Health. You can learn more about me at Vincent A. Lancey on YouTube, social media, or my website, vincentalancey.com. If it's your first time stopping by, thank you for joining us. Each week, I sit down with a mental health professional or advocate from all over the world to help you on your mental health journey. As I mentioned today, we are going Bangkok to Tampa, Florida. You never know which story will resonate with you most. My why for mental health came after suffering a traumatic brain injury. And today's guest also experienced the same. Each week, you learn why they chose mental health advocacy. Before Chris comes on, I would love to share that this episode is brought to you by Tampa Counseling and Wellness. They are our official partner. They're dedicated to helping individuals looking to positively transform their lives through compassionate counseling and wellness coaching. If you struggle with depression, anxiety, or other mental health issues, give them a call today for a free consultation. Tampa Counseling Wellness, therapy that inspires change. You can just scroll down in the episode bio here to find their website, phone number, and they do offer virtual and in-person visits, whichever you prefer. I'm excited to stop in Bangkok to meet another TBI hero. He's living life to the fullest. And I think that's so important, whether you suffered a TBI or not. 
Don't get stagnant. Don't get content. Chris is a great example of striving for greatness and striving to make himself happy. We're going to learn all about it. Chris Dietrich, thank you so much for joining the show. Thank you again, Vince. As I uh, mentioned before, I appreciate the fantastic introduction. Uh, good evening. It's 10 p.m. here in Bangkok. Uh, thrilled to be to bring your show to this city over here in Thailand for the first time. It's an exciting time for both of us. And here we are recording here in end of February 2022. Please introduce yourself, Chris, to our listeners before we dive into all mental health talk. So my name is Chris Dietrich. You almost had the last name. You were close, but that's not bad. Uh, I'm originally from uh, West Windsor, Princeton area, New Jersey. I was born and raised in New Jersey. Um, had a fantastic dream childhood what getting to travel around with my family things my mental health journey as we're brought here today began on march 3rd 2008 when i suffered a severe traumatic brain injury in a car accident when i was uh on my way to lunch in my high school trying to beat my friends to lunch and um i suffered a tbi i spent three and a half weeks in a coma all this stuff that I can and probably probably will never I don't really need to remember it, but right. uh, mm-hmm. all this back time in 2008, I went from a coma to a vegetative state. Um, it wasn't really there yet. And uh, sometime around May of 2008 is when I started to at least come to and recognize who I was, who my family were and where I was and what had happened to me. And my short term memory was terrible. But things started, I started to figure things out and I realized that I had to start pushing forward in order to uh, make anything of my life at 18 years old, getting ready to go to college. And um, yeah, so from that time, right around the first day I remember is May 9th, 2008. Since that time, I've been pushing forward, always um, doing what I can to make life great, I guess, you know, and physically I've had to make a lot, I've had to do a ton of therapy and mental therapy as well to get where I am today. Now that I've been able to travel and live all around Asia over the past five years. So we've been able to make life work out despite the uh, severe injuries that I had at one time. Yes. Yes, you are inspiring to stay the least. And as I mentioned to everyone, now you have a better idea of what I meant by living his dream, striving for greatness. He's all around the world, and that's something that makes him passionate. We need to do things we are passionate about because that's what's going to help us keep pushing forward. Would you mind now touching on, Chris, some of the areas that you did struggle with relating to mental health? Was it anxiety, depression, or some of the unspoken ones? Yeah, uh, again, for me, it was, uh, fortunately, you know, I had phenomenal family support from day one. So I never, I never hit that depression belt. You know, there were times when I was upset and I wish that I could have been just like the rest of my classmates that were going off to college and they were continuing to do whatever they wanted to do. And I wasn't able to anymore, but um, with my father's support specifically and my mom's of course too, I nipped it in the bud whenever I had that disappointing feeling. I fixed it by exercising more, by doing things that were going to make me get better instead of just 
wallowing in my own self-pity in a way. Um, you know, there are times that it helps to feel bad and just to accept the feeling. But yeah. for me, I found that there's no reason to feel bad when there's so much opportunity if you keep going, if you keep trying, and that's what's going to be most important. And it has been most important for me. It's, I like uh, what you staying, said that. Yeah. yeah, staying away from the depression or just uh, not even giving myself the time to really think about stuff that has happened. It's much more yep. important to think about what's coming or what can come in the future. I like what you said there before where you want to keep going because new opportunities keep arising. It's the small gains, the small wins that push and keep me going. You can't focus on the big picture because I noticed in my TBI recovery, some days were a day-to-day -day improvement and some were year-to-year. -year. You know, you had to take the small gains and you had to focus on the small things to, to grow. I, um, Can you agree with that? I, I, that resonates with me. You know, I always, because with me, it's a very severe, it's been much more so a physical injury for me when it comes to my uh, recovery, recovering. I take a lot of videos of myself walking and doing exercise yeah. and thing. And, you know, you don't see the difference day-to-day, -day, but then you... Uh, Look at, you know, I love the Facebook flashbacks year from yeah, year on yep. and year on. And I look back, I'm like, oh, wow, I thought I was doing so well back then. But compared to now, that's like awful. I don't even like to look at that video. It was so bad <laughs> compared to what I'm doing now. I can you know, agree. So, um, and that plays into the mental aspect of it because it pushes you forward. It motivates you mm -hmm. because even though we're not experiencing something on a day-to-day -day basis, not feeling anything, we know that as long as we continue on the same path of consistency, you're going to keep improving. And that's what life is about. Very well said. Be consistent in what you do. And eventually you will notice the difference sooner rather than later. If you hold yourself accountable, I can also resonate there with the good family support. Very blessed to have that as well, where I never really hit a depression state. Anxiety is something I did and still do go through. Some days are better than others. But like you said, we try to find ways to just improve every single day. Have you always spoken about your mental health since the accident happened? Or can you describe that moment where things changed? You wanted to share your story. Yeah, I was, um, I've always been a big proponent of, because I consider my story to be a success and uh, something I, I used to, when I was in college, I went to, I left, um, I got in the accident my senior year of high school and I took the next year off to get what, quote unquote well enough to go to college at the University of Miami. I can't, I became a Florida boy like you <laughs> and I was very happy about it. And um, I used to go out with, I used to go out with people and like, I would, I suffered from disinhibition because of my injury. And um, which for your viewer, your listeners that don't know, it just, I didn't have a filter in my head. So I would kind of just blurt out everything without any thinking of any kind of consequence. Right. Yep. So I would tell my story because I was proud of myself, you know, and I would, right away, start telling them everything that's happened to me. And, you know, I wasn't doing great yet. So people would apologize. They would say, oh, I'm so sorry that that happened to you. And that wasn't the point of me telling, I wasn't looking for people to apologize. Exactly, exactly. I, I, was, I'm I was telling you my story and I'm telling to this day 
my story as a, it's something I'm proud of, of course. And um, that, so I, it kind of hit me back then in 2009, 10, 11, 12 to um, get a lot of, oh, I'm so sorry that that happened to you. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm even further along and way better physically and mentally, both in living here in Bangkok, you know, I was working, I've been working, I worked in a hotel. That's what got me moved. I moved here working in a hotel. I was the guest service manager in a hotel. And, you know, I shared my story with everyone, with all the guests, you know, and they all loved me for it. You know, it's um, because it would, they got to come to my, the hotel for whatever reason, come to Bangkok. Then they would meet me in the lobby of the hotel, the, the American guy working in Bangkok, mm-hmm. not expecting me to be there, certainly. And I tell them this amazing story of me, where I was to where I am and how I'm smiling and how I'm happy, you know? So I see my recovery as a huge, um, obviously something I'm proud of and something that I think a lot of people can take pieces from and improve their own lives if they have to. You are just dropping great advice to our audience this whole episode so far. Thank you for that. You're making it very simple and that's what people need to hear. You need to just do the things that are going to put you in the position to succeed. Again, he's stressing small momentum leading to big results. He posts his success and I feel the same way and I'm not looking for any pity for my accident. I realized that my story was bigger than me after I had spoken at graduation. That was my situation where I had people coming up to me. They were really feeling my story. They, they got something out of it. And I said, all right, I guess if it helps at least one person, I'm doing my job and I'm walking away with something. Tell us some things that work for your mental health. What are some of your favorite short-term or long-term tactics to improve your overall mental health? Well, I've, I I bring up cognitive, the cognitive difficulties that I had, for example, short-term memory. And it's one of the, one of the things that I, that I'm most proud of that when I went to college that I, and I was meeting, you know, Miami University of Miami has got about 8,000 kids. There are 2,000 kids in each new new class. So um, I was not remembering anyone's name and I wouldn't even remember what I, I wouldn't even recognize a face. Like I could have had a whole conversation with this person and would have no memory of it whatsoever, even a day later. And it was, it was embarrassing, you know, because I'd go up thinking I'm all cool. Like, Oh, I'm meeting a new person. They're like, Hey, Chris, uh, we met yesterday and we had a conversation, you know, and that made me feel really disabled. Mm -hmm. So I came up with the uh, tactic that um, I, whether I knew you or not, I was going to make it seem like we were good friends already like that. Yeah. And it had, it played hugely to my benefit. So it didn't matter if we had met or not, but I was going to go, Hey, what's up? How are you doing this or that? And um, pretending that we're already friends because there was a good chance that we were, and I just didn't remember you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, and if not, it just made it just came off that I was a very friendly person. So it helped me make a lot of friends in college that helped with everything, just being a very um, popular kid in my at the University of Miami. And then the other one, which has kind of led me on my journey around the world, um, I need new 
experiences or new atmospheres, I guess. I get bored quickly. And again, it could just be because I was young and I am young, not as young anymore, but still. I'm with you. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I just turned 32. It feels like, oh gosh, it's scary. But um, that I like new things. And so rather than, you know, my first job out of college, I started working for a bank for a hedge fund banking institution and because I had studied finance in college and it was it was killing me I couldn't handle staying in my own office for 10 hours a day looking at a computer talking only on the phone I needed more uh, interaction whatever the case so I went back to school to get my master's degree in hotel management with the idea that I'd be able to meet people and and I'd have an opportunity working in hotels to choose where I want to live in the world and pick a spot and be able to work there. It's the industry that you can do that. And so that's what led me on my journey to um, going all over here in Asia. And I, I'm not in that industry anymore, I've, but I found my place in Bangkok, you know, and this is where I'm able to live free and uh, be spontaneous and be accepted by everyone. It's just really cool. And it's really done great for my mental health and just uh, staying optimistic and positive of the sort. Smiling is of course good for our mental health. Again, doing things that make you happy will improve your mental health. Appreciate the great episode, Chris. You're killing it. You're crushing it for us. What are some things you're going to do to continue to raise awareness for the importance of mental health? Again, I am sharing my story. You know, I I got to do my first actual motivational speech back a couple of years ago in Singapore. And again, doing doing these podcasts, I've been able to, especially during COVID time, Mm -hmm. I've got um, I I'm not hosting my own podcast like you are not yet, but I've been able to be invited or kind of pushed to talk on a lot of different platforms which has really it's great for me and to help other people of course too the more people that can hear my story you never know again you don't have to have suffered a traumatic brain injury and been in a coma and been paralyzed in order to pull something positive from our mutual kind of experiences you know anything that people are struggling with it's um Mm -hmm. you still should follow the same kind of guidelines of consistency of keeping a positive mind of keeping an optimistic outlook one thing you know with therapy not every therapy that i tried worked you know my dad and i we kind of have the um methodology where you throw spaghetti on the wall and you (laughs) some of it you're hoping is going to stick yes because that you know because that's how it is you know but I truly believe that every uh, going into therapy, I'm always believing that it's going to help me and that it is helping me. And I believe that I have gotten better and I have done better because of that, because of the idea that I always feel like, oh, this is what I'm doing now is definitely helping me. Even if it's something crazy, it has nothing to do with therapy, I can somehow turn it around in my mind justify it to be like, oh, I'm doing something to benefit myself now. And that really helps. Couldn't have said it better. Find ways to improve. Different things are going to benefit us in different ways. And I like how you also touched on, hey, 
not everything worked. And that's important because we are not all the same. What works for some does not work for everyone. That's why it's important to learn as much as you can about different techniques, different tips to improve your mental health because you never know which one will be best for you. For me, as everyone knows who listens to my shows, exercise is my thing in the mornings. It gets me thinking clearly and helps me conquer the day as best I can. But I think it's so funny. Please. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt you. but. you in the piece you said um you asked for two important things that our listeners could do on a daily basis first thing that i had written exercise in the morning oh, okay <laughs> yeah so funny and that just because you mentioned that yeah i'm always yeah that's my you flowed, thing too. you, you yeah. flowed right into something new and something organic because you're a go-getter and you have a lot to offer there uh-huh. You've really been giving a lot of value by sharing your story. Yeah. Thank you for having the courage to do so. I'd love to now jump into the spotlight story as we're similar age. I think we're both going to love today's choice. If it's your first episode sitting down with us towards the end of each show, my guest and I go over the mental health story of someone who is famous to let you know that you are not alone. It does not matter what someone looks like from the outside or how much money they have. The inside may be on the opposite we have another traumatic brain injury survivor on the show today, so I'm going to introduce the story of another and someone I did not know had a traumatic brain injury in Jackie Chan. And if you do not know who Jackie Chan is, he's had a very successful career in comedy and action movies. He's famous as a martial arts master and movie star. He is well known for performing all of his own stunts. He did not like having stunt doubles do his work, and of course, this led to numerous injuries. In the 1980s, this actually almost cost him his life when he was filming Armor of God. The sequence ripped Jackie Chan to pop open a beer, take a swig, and lead from a ledge and into a tree. During an attempt to perform this stunt, a tree branch broke and sent the actor plummeting into the ground where his head struck a rock. This incident resulted in a serious injury, fractured his skull, and pierced his brain. This demanded immediate surgery, but despite this near-death experience over 30 years ago, he's lived on and continues to do his own stunts, even though he's in his 60s. Uh, Chris, what are your takeaways on this? I uh, I mean, jokingly, he might not be, might have lost a couple of brain cells if he continue, wants to continue to do his own stunts in right. the 60s after that incident, but... Um, but again, mindset-wise, he has the courage to continue. You know, he's following his path regardless of the difficulties kind of thing. It's doing what makes you happy, what's going to keep you content. And that's what's keep you moving forward. And that's the most important thing. Find ways to keep moving forward. He stressed yeah. it this entire episode. And I challenge you to do the same. Chris, I got to thank you so much for taking the time and staying up late over there in Bangkok to sit down with our audience. Some things I really appreciated were again and again, and we talked about consistency, small steps, surrounding yourself with good family or friends, being friendly to others. You never know how bad someone's day can be going and a simple smile may just be enough to turn them around. Please now do share your last word. Uh, certainly no i again i appreciate it you've done a great job summarizing it's um being optimistic for the future being optimistic about everything that you are going through now and what you're whatever you're doing it's going to help you get better that's the biggest thing being uh, being optimistic and even if it's something silly even if it's something stupid if you think it's stupid 
uh, then it won't help you. It'll help you if you think it will, be, it will benefit you. Mm-hmm. If you think it will and might, if you think it may harm you, chances are it might just harm you. How can everybody? And if it doesn't harm you, it certainly is not going to help you. How's that? Yeah. Very well said. Please tell everybody where they could find you to say hello, ask you a question, all of that. I most of my stuff is on my Instagram, which um, which is CD underscore worldwide. If you've seen the funniest best movie of all time, do you know it? Which movie what? is that? Step Brothers. That's a great one. No, I mean, that's I, I mentioned that because that's where my handle comes from. Prestige Worldwide, CD Worldwide. I like that. Yeah. Right. Well, thank you again for tuning in all the way from Bangkok. And to everyone listening on, thank you for tuning in. Be sure to check out his content. And we are at a mental health break on all social media, except Twitter because of the character limit. We are at podcast by Lancey. I am at Vincent A. Lancey on all social media, YouTube. The website is vincentalancy.com. Be sure to check out Mental Health Week and Mr. Lancy Talks Mental Health on Amazon now. And we will see you next Tuesday on a Mental Health Week. Chris, thanks so much. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Have a great day in uh, Florida. Thank you.